Hello, and thank you for listening to Roadshow, a transport topics podcast that brings you insight from the major industry events that are helping shape the future of trucking. Before we dive into today's episode, we'd like to invite you to subscribe to Transport Topics, where you can receive exclusive access to our top 100 lists, quarterly magazines, and other news surrounding the trucking industry. To subscribe, visit ttn.ws slash ttsubscribe. You can also text ttsubscribe to 571-622-0001 to become an official member of Transport Topics. That's 571-622-0001. In this episode, we're taking you to sunny San Diego for the ATA Management Conference and Expo last October. While at the conference, I had a chance to speak with friend of the Road Signs podcast, Romel Watley, who is the host of the Truck and Hustle podcast. Romel was kind enough to stop by our booth during the conference, where we talked about the story behind the podcast and how entrepreneurs are making an impact in the trucking industry. Let's take a listen. Welcome to our latest installment of the Transport Topics podcast, Road Signs, and our very special segment, Road Show. We are here at the MCNE. 2022 convention here in San Diego, and I have a very special guest with me today, Ramel Watley. He is the host of the Truck and Hustle podcast, which he covers uh, every Tuesday. I have Ramel Hill for uh, the very special reason of uh, the, the driver shortage that we have right now, and the industry at large is is wanting more drivers. And Ramel, uh, you know, you you host Truck and Hustle. I do, and you have. Um, you know, a, a very, uh, you know, very unique space that you cover, the, the, the entrepreneurial space. Yes, when, sir. When it comes to bringing in more drivers. Yes, sir. And um, you, you spoke to a lot of people that are um, that are coming into the space. You know, they're, they're, they're fairly new, but, like, they're having great success. But um, before we, we get into that, I just kind of want to talk about just your passion for the industry and your passion to, to talk to those people in, in that entrepreneurial space. You call it truckpreneurs? Yep, truckpreneurs. Something like that. That's but, right. <laughs> but before we talk about that, just, uh, just give our listeners just a, the intro of who you are yeah 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 so for, for sure first of all michael thank you for having me on the show I, I definitely appreciate that uh to give people a little bit of context uh the name of my podcast is truck and hustle uh we're not only a podcast we're also a community uh, a platform a movement and several other things right so truck and hustle uh started in 2019 we published our first podcast um i did it in the interim of uh, starting I, I was ending one of my, my first business and i was starting another business and it was a passion project for me between between those two periods of time. Um, I started out uh, actually interviewing a friend of mine who was, uh, he used to work for me as a driver and uh, he actually transitioned from a driver, a company driver to an owner operator. And uh, I was interviewing on, in, 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 in relation to that, uh, his transition, I also transitioned from, a, from working as a dispatcher for that company to uh, a business owner, right. right? So we both had that kind of story. So we talked about that, and that was like the first podcast. We talked about, you know, how, that 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 transition, you know, the emotions that went into that, you know, uh, you know what it what it cost. There's just everything that was involved in that 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 transition for him, and um, you know, that kind of just kind of set things aflame, man. We went from there. I started re- reaching out to other people who weren't necessarily my friends, just kind of strangers and other influencers and people in the space, and then we started talking about trucking entrepreneurship man and then it just got bigger than just trucking and like fleet ownership it got into all different verticals of transportation whether you want to be a freight broker whether you you know you're in maritime or you're in air freight you know oil and 
gas, just all different verticals. And that's what Truck Nestle is today. We just uh, we interview entrepreneurs from all different spaces of trucking and transportation and logistics and the supply chain. And just number one, learn about their story, their origin story, like where they come from, right? How they built their businesses. And then we get into the actual, like the, the business, right? We want to get into the nuts and bolts. How do you operate your business? Like some tips, some tricks, some hacks. And just teach people who are, you know, listening and, and, and watching how they can do the same. Because a lot of people aspire to do these things. And these people come from similar backgrounds and, and the same places as our guests. So it's just, you know, it's all about proximity, seeing people that do the same things that you want to do with your life. And then you can go ahead and mirror that and you can become that person one day. So that's what Trucking Hustle is about, man. Purely just inspiration and, and giving people the correct guidance and knowledge to go ahead and build their businesses. Okay. You know, and just being here at MC&E, you know, you're, you're, you're witnessing. I mean, this is, this is your first time this my first time. How are you liking the show so far? I love the show. This is amazing. Just seeing, you know, all the vendors, all the exhibitors, all the people, all the recognition that's going on. Um, I'm obviously familiar with ATA. They've been around for, for, for many, many years. So they're the gold standard in, in what they do in terms of organization. And just watching every all these contributors and, and, and you know, the displays are amazing. They're they're. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's really an eye-opener for me because, you know, I've been in transportation for so long, just kind of like an operator building my business and even with this podcast, but I've never really gotten out. Like, I've never really gotten out to network and, and see what everybody else is doing because I'm always so focused on what I'm doing, right? So this has been my first opportunity to get out and just kind of shake hands and meet people, learn about new technology, new software, new things that's happening, new innovations, entrepreneurs, and just business leaders and thought leaders. And it's really a great space to be in. And I implore anybody who's in the industry, whatever industry you're in, go to the trade shows, go to the organizations and make sure that you're a part of these uh, the, these type of events because this is where you're going to be able to grow your network and you're going to find tons of opportunity that you can't Google, that you can't find anywhere else. This is where it's at. You have to be at these type of events. Okay. You know, I mean, and, and being in the space that you're in, you know, you have a lot of people that, that are, you know, that, that are listeners that, are, I would say, you know, intro, the, the intro. Entrepreneurs, yeah. Yeah, okay. Like like, in, like new entrants or entrepreneurs or like new entrepreneurs or just, mm -hmm. you know, people are just aspiring entrepreneurs, yeah. Right, right. You know, and, and one of the things, you know, uh, you know, I talked to, um, you know, just, you know, third-party uh Third party fleet services, okay, and you know they have techs that go out to you know, the fleet shops to to assist techs, you know, in in, in their repair and their you know um, schedule maintenance. And and the thing about that, the reason why I bring that up is because you know we we have a, we have a tech shortage, yeah. and you know you have uh, th there's that space where that those the, those third party uh, companies are helping those those fleets that, that, that are lacking. And I, and I say that because, you know, with the, the driver shortage and, and the industry at large saying that, you know, we need more more drivers, you know, we need more people in the industry. And then you, you have that platform where you have people who are aspiring to come to the industry and you're speaking to people who have come into the industry as, as a do-it-yourselfer, you know, and, and are succeeding. What are some of those, uh, you know, just, um, common traits that you see from the people you've talked to in that entrepreneur space? Yeah, so so a lot of the people, you know, number one, uh, they're, they're starting from zero, right? A, a lot of people that I talk to, they don't have, um, they're, they're, it, it, there's no nepotism. They're not coming from money. They're not coming from a place where they have a lot of opportunity in a lot of cases. And the transportation industry is a way out, right, for a lot of people. A lot of people don't have uh, the access uh, that, 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 maybe others have had, right? So uh, I've talked to entrepreneurs who come from all different type of spaces, even prison, right? People have been incarcerated who just find this industry as a place that's forgiving of your past 
And and it doesn't matter, you know, necessarily what you have on paper, what degree you have. If you're able to move that commodity from A to Z, that's all that that's all we care about, right? right? So it's like that's the most important thing. And if you're a worker, you're a go-getter, you're a hustler, you can really thrive in this industry. And that's that's one of the main reasons why I started Truck and Hustle was because I felt that there was so much upside to this industry where you when I got into the industry almost twenty years ago, I didn't have a college degree. You know, I, I came in just as a CDL driver. I never really drove, but I got my CDL as a means to an end because it was an opportunity for me to make money. I was able to um, quickly uh, pivot into operations because I just got an opportunity through somebody. They knew I didn't want to drive, and they say, hey, why don't you just be a dispatcher? And I end up running a multi-million dollar account through that same opportunity, right? But I'm saying that to say when I got into the industry, I didn't have college. I didn't have degrees. I didn't have that, that, that uh, backing me. But I did have motivation, I did have drive, and I was able to work my way up in that company. And a lot of the other people who worked for that company, they were once mechanics, or they were wor once working in a warehouse. They were pickers, they were packers, and they were way worked their way up through the company, and they were able to reach high heights, right? And that was the only, this was one of the only industries that I saw those kind of possibilities to where you don't have to have, you know, the, 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 the accolades, to really get into the industry. You can get in the industry and just really literally work hard and just be better than everybody else and you can reach the top, right? And I, and I think it's fairly the same to this day, right? So now, you know, a lot of trucking companies, because technology and everything is, you know, starting to uh, become a big part of what a lot of transportation is doing, you know, there's maybe more of a, a, a they're looking more for the, the four-year college and, and different things like that. So it's changed in the last 20 years, right? But there still is that opportunity to where if you if you understand the way operations work, you, you understand how to lead people, you, you show those kind of traits, you can grow within a company or start your own business if, if, if you're a leader and that's something that you aspire to do. So I, I think this is the only industry where the sky is truly the limit. You can kind of get in from the ground level and really work your way up. And the gatekeepers aren't going to keep you out because of what you don't have or because of your past or, you know, there's no hindrances. It's all on you. If you're a self-starter, you go out there and you can make it happen. And I, and I think that's what's amazing about, about transportation and, and a lot of other blue-collar industries, right? There's a huge shortage in, in, in not just trucking, just all blue-collar jobs, right? People don't want to be roofers anymore. They don't want to be plumbers. They don't want to be electricians. But guess what? These are the jobs that are going to always be here, that are going to always be available to everybody because as technology advances, a lot of those middlemen type of jobs and service providers, a lot of people are getting weeded out. But we still need roofers. We still need plumbers. We still need electricians. That stuff is never going anywhere. Right. So those people who fall into those space and take advantage of that opportunity now, mm -hmm. they're going to be able to charge whatever they want because everybody's not focusing on it. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. So they're going to be a, a small minority of people who do those things, mm -hmm. and everybody's going to be looking to them, and they're going to be able to charge a premium for that. Right. Right? That's the space we're, we're going into. So mm -hmm. I, I implore young people all the time, look at these blue-collar jobs that people call blue-collar yeah. because moving forward into the future, mm -hmm. they're going to going to be premium positions yes. because nobody's doing it anymore, right? <laughs> right, right. So right. Like the, the world is just changing, and it's just interesting to watch. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you, you brought the point of, of gatekeepers, you know, I mean, and I, I guess for all intents and purposes, you know, we're in a room full of gatekeepers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> room full of yeah I see all kinds of gates around here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I want to yeah, just kind of put your analyst hat on. Yep. You know, the, the ATA says they estimate that. Uh, the trucking industry is missing 80,000 drivers. That's amazing. You know, so that, that so that's a hole that needs to be filled. I mean, and, and you, you're like you said, you you talk to people in that space 
who are providing an opportunity for for people to to come in and, and fill that void. Yeah. What would be your message to 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 those gatekeepers? Yeah. Who who are struggling to find drivers and, right. and, and want to retain them? I mean, what 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 would what would be your message to them? We we have to make uh, driving a truck a career worth having. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the, the reason so so all the drivers that have been, you know, the tenured drivers that have been around for the last 30 years, they're tired. They're mm -hmm. they're they're just leaving the industry because it's been the same old same for so long mm -hmm. and they're tired of it. Either they're getting older and number one, they're, they're the physical demand. Mm -hmm. they, they, they can't handle it anymore. They, they want to spend more time with their family, whatever that 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 looks like for them. So 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 it, it, they're tired. Right. right. So we're, we're losing a huge portion of drivers. And then you have. The young kids, right, who don't see driving as a feasible opportunity because there's so much other things that you can do where you can make the same, if not more, money sitting at home. Right. You, you can make more money playing video games these right. days, yeah. right? There's all this other opportunity, so why would you aspire to drive a truck unless it's somewhere in your family lineage or you can see a, some kind of path to uh, to 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 uh, to, to prosperity through driving a truck, right? If you don't understand that. So I think we have to do a better job of number one, marketing the opportunities in driving, right? Showing, like number one, we have to fix the lifestyle, mm -hmm. right? So that it's real. So we're not only marketing, we're not marketing a lie. We're, we're showing that we have to change some things, uh, you know, internally with, with the way we deal with our drivers, with the way we compensate our drivers, with the way we handle our drivers, with the way we take care of our drivers and make sure that their, their way of life is just better because it's a very, rough and demanding and tough job and i can't blame people for not being excited about being a driver right. anymore yeah right that, that, that seems to be a thing that the enthusiasm the gap, enthusiasm you know? is gone yeah. so we have to shift that and and that takes a lot of work that's like a cultural type of change with that's going to take everybody number one putting their focal point on the driver because that is the bloodline of the industry right right so i know right now like everybody's we're we're, we're we're building all this technology and there's all this software and telematics and this that and the third but what about the person that's at the root of all of this so we have to we have to put some of those uh some of that money into them Right. And it seems like they're the ones always getting the short end of the stick. Mm -hmm. They're still complaining. They're not getting compensated fairly. They're still complaining about wages. They're still complaining about being ran over their hours. They're still complaining. All the complaints are still the same. So we have to divert some of that energy and put it into making their way of life better. Right. And, 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 and that's probably above my pay grade. Right. <laughs> I, I don't understand how to do that. I know it's easier said than done. Right. But it needs to be done if you want to fix that problem, because that problem is going to continue because the, because the root cause if the root cause is still the same, nothing's going to change, right? These people who are dying out, for lack of a better word, mm -hmm. they're not coming back. And if you're not attracting anybody to come in, the gap keeps on widening. Yeah. And before you know it, 80,000 turns to 800,000, 8 million, and then it just keeps on going, right? So, um, you know, we have, to, um, we have to incentivize drivers better, just ultimately. And, I mean, drivers, num the number one incentive for drivers is the money. Show me the money, right? So that's the first place. You know, I have drivers. I, I own a staffing business. So I've, I've hired over 250 drivers, right? So, number one, how much you paying? Yeah, that's it. How right. much you paying? So you could you could literally satisfy a driver with that one thing. Yeah. Pay me good. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Pay me good. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the start. So then you go, you know, get into other things like benefits and another thing with just like, you know, making sure they have the proper rest and, 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 and everything is just right. So because obviously the job, there's but so much you could change about the job because a job is a job. But there are small things you could do to let drivers know you appreciate them. 
right? You could give a driver a gift card on their birthday, or you could do like little small things drivers appreciate. Mm -hmm. So just make it a part of your culture to make sure that you're showing appreciation to your driver. And then that the word travels, and once everybody's kind of on that same page, and that's what the industry's about, then maybe we'll start attracting some new blood into the industry. But right now, that's not the message that we're sending out to people who are who the industry kind of piques their interest. As soon as they start thinking about it, somebody's forcing them out, mm -hmm. right? As soon as they're like, "Hey, I want to be a driver," somebody like, "Don't do this, kid. This ain't the, yeah. this is not what you want." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the message just needs to change, and I think once we start doing that, we're just gonna take time and a lot of work. I think we can start changing things, you know. And I think we have to just look, start looking in other places for drivers as well, right? There's other communities out there. We do a lot on reform, mm -hmm. right? So. We have a, we, our, our podcast, we, we partner with a company called Securus. It's a tablet. Um, so it, we have access to over 400,000 incarcerated people okay. that listen to Truck and Hustle. Mm -hmm. Right? So these are people who, you know, hey, they've, they've made some mistakes in their past. But they want to change. They need a second chance. Mm -hmm. That's 400 people potentially that could come into the driver network, mm -hmm. right? Into that pool of drivers, right? Obviously, we want to make sure that they're reformed and that yeah. they're rehabilitated and that whatever they did in their past is not going to happen moving forward. Right. But that's a potential pipeline right there of potential workforce, right? There's people, there's, there's immigrants, there's foreigners who want to come into the country who want to work, right? So just, we just have to start looking to other places, be creative, and then on top of that, make sure we're implementing the right training, right? Once they, once they get into these different programs, we don't just force them out on the road because we don't want it to look like, oh, we're putting these people here and then we set them up for failure and then right. they fail and then we blame it on the funnel. No, nah, it's not the funnel. It's what happened once they came in, mm -hmm. right? Like, what, where, where was the training? Where did you set them up for success? Don't blame it on the funnel. Blame it on the leadership once they got there. You know, so it's just, we have to start looking different places, just be more creative and just make the, the industry more attractive altogether. Okay. That was well said. You know, that, that, was, that was a lot that you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but, but, but no, but seriously, no, that, that was very insightful and just a, you know, a, a very thoughtful discussion we're having right now. Thank you. Just concerning about that. We've been speaking with Ramel Watley, co-founder and host of Truck and Hustle. Ramel, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks for coming to, to speak with us. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the platform. I love transport topics. Keep on doing what you guys do. Thank you. All right, sir. Did you know you can ask Alexa to open transport topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with transport topics. As you heard during the podcast through the past year, we discussed in great length about the worker shortage in the trucking industry. And part of that struggle is finding people who could be interested in a career in logistics. In our conversation, you heard Romel Rotley explain that there are those who are interested in the trucking industry. However, some are going the entrepreneur or truckerpreneur route. He also explained how the path to a trucking career can materialize into many forms, such as freight brokering, warehousing, and last-minute transit. As evidence of his Truck and Hustle platform, it is possible to use social media to convey a positive message about the trucking industry and show others of the opportunities that are available. In a world where companies are looking for new blood, it's best to meet them where they're at. If you enjoyed this episode of The Roadshow, feel free to reach out to the Road Signs team on Twitter at TT Road Signs or reach me at Michael V. Freeze. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. Also, let us know how we're doing by texting TT Survey to 571-622-0001. That's 571-622-0001.
1-800-800-0101. Roadshow will be back soon to share more insights from future industry trade shows. Until then, I'm Michael Fries. Thank you for listening. 